ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930 present The Drive. Brought to you by Huntington Federal Savings Bank. Local then, local now. Member FDIC. We're here today at the Union Pub and Grill for this Monday edition of The Drive on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. We're going to get your phone calls and texts in this hour. The phone line is 877-420-TALK. That's 877-420-8255. Brought to you this hour by White Claw. Hard seltzer. It is made pure. Our phone line also complemented by a text line. And we can do that with you as well at 304-523-2275. That's 304-523-2275. We're going to open that up here for you in just a few moments. We have, as I say, often, we have a lot to get into today. Sometimes I'm sitting here thinking, I I don't know where to begin. Honestly, can we talk March Madness? Can we talk some good things that happen with softball? Can we talk a little bit about football? I mean, name, image, and likeness has really taken off with Thundering Herd there. We got that to get into. We have high school to get into. Congratulations to the Class 4A champion Huntington Highlanders. Back-to-back with a 41-36 victory over Morgantown. So congratulations to them. We'll get Coach on later this week if we can. Try to get him on to talk a little bit about, once again, winning it all in class. Now 4A for the second year in a row. They're the, eventually this is going to change, but they're right now, they're the only team to ever win the 4A championship on the women's side. So congratulations again to the Huntington Highlanders. I think we got to start, though, with two things. First of all, we got to start with March Madness, and that's happening. We're going to have that for you again right here on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. That'll start with the first four. That's coming up tomorrow at 6.30 p.m. So we'll have the first four matchups on Tuesday and Wednesday. And then we'll get into the tournament proper starting on Thursday. So we'll go over the bracket a little bit later on. One representative from Conference USA, one representative in the NIT from Conference USA, and that was virtue of the regular season victory championship did not go North Texas way, but in the regular season, you know, you finish on top. So you get that NIT bid. So that's it for conference USA of note. Other than that, there are some successes on the women's side, but the Sunbelt had one team in the NCAA tournament as well. So we're going to get into all of that, but I think we got to start talking about baseball. And if you're on social media, this is where it started to explode, and then it it found its way into your Sunday edition of the Herald-Dispatch. Luke Creasy was covering baseball for the Herald-Dispatch when, well, let's just put it to you this way. The facilities once again failed the thundering herd. And then Twitter just blew up because, honestly, sometimes you're frustrated, and you take the social media, and you air those frustrations. In the top of the 10th inning, top of the 10th inning, a couple days ago, Marshall's game got postponed because it was dark. You didn't have lights. You didn't have lights. Top of the 10th inning, tied at 9, postponed because of darkness. Now, Marshall's a Division One. University, right? Sponsors Division One sports. We're not talking NIA. We're not talking Division Two, II, Division Three. We're talking Division One here. 
And this has been an argument of mine for years. If you're serious about baseball, get serious about baseball. If you want to sponsor baseball, sponsor it. Put the resources in it. Either do it right or don't do it at all. That's been my argument. Now, that is an invitation to just say, okay, let's shut it down. But if you're going to sponsor the sport, let's do it right. Let's put a facility that is Division One caliber. Let's not go out to the YMCA anymore. That was a stopgap measure. And I was in support of that. It's a stopgap measure. Going to go out here for a couple of seasons until this baseball park gets built. Then the pandemic happened. The bidding came, and it was a little over budget. The funding, that stalled. We've had administration changes since. We're running out of time here for baseball to get a facility. They're going to rebid this thing here soon. But on Twitter, Luke Edwards on the team just blew it up. He said that, quote, the Herd AD had two groundbreaking ceremonies and couldn't get a baseball field. Herd zone, and again, he's tagging Marshall, is all corrupt. Marshall Athletics has done nothing right for these players. For my followers, Herd Zone doesn't offer the baseball team transportation to our home, quote, home field 15 minutes away. So all of this started coming out on Twitter, and then a few of these players sought out on social media some support, and then they sought out Luke Creasy, who was covering the game. Yeah, Luke didn't run over there and go, hey, I saw your tweet. What's going on? They gave, they came to him and said, hey, look, here's what's, what's up. Yeah, we got issues. We want to get them off our chest here. And so a lot of people maybe are seeing, I don't think these are things that are unknown, but a lot of people are seeing how little Marshall baseball has to work with. And so I will never have a critical word of Marshall Baseball, the program, the coaching staff, the players. I'm never going to have a critical word about them because it's amazing what Marshall Baseball can achieve with so little. You don't have facilities to recruit to, for one. I mean, you you lose more recruits. Like, where do you play, coach? And eventually, you got to show them. Okay. Yeah, thanks, coach. We're, we're good. Appreciate it. Thanks for your time. I mean, you're going to lose recruits. You're going to continue to lose recruits. You can't compete. You might be in one of the best baseball conferences in, well, definitely of the of the group of five. Now and when you go into the Sun Belt, you're in one of the best conferences. You're in a, going to be in a great baseball conference. And yet you don't have the facilities, which have been promised, which have stalled out, which have had delays, lack of support, lack of fundraising, came in a little too much. Maybe the project was too ambitious. Maybe the funding wasn't ambitious enough. I mean, I've had the mayor on with me of City of Huntington several times. He has said that this is going to be built before his term is up. So that's the deadline, right? Before his term is up, before he's out of office as the mayor. Well, this is his final term. And you got a new athletic director who got day one, was on campus, day one. Hey, um, this baseball thing, that's, that's kind of sticking out like a sore thumb. I asked him about it in the press conference. A few of our local dignitaries 
made a beeline to him. Hey, um, you know, this baseball thing, that's, that's going to come up. This is an issue. Got to get this done. And so day one, by the way, day one, Christian Spears on the job. And I'm sure, I'm sure he saw this. I'm sure he read this. I'm pretty sure that if he doesn't already, he has a subscription to the Herald-Dispatch. And he knows who Luke Creasy is. He knows who I am. And I'm sure he's, he's been briefed on this, if not already coming in, knowing, like, okay, and we got we to gotta address this. Day one. Welcome to Marshall, by the way. Congratulations. Day one. Christian Spears. Um, now you got to deal with this. So when you hear these things that, look, can't, can't get to the games, we got we to gotta get ourselves out there. When you hear that, are you thinking to yourself, seriously, are, are, we, are we seriously not giving any support to this team? They've got to drive themselves. Seriously. Got to drive themselves. I'm not talking about, hey, you got to show up to uh, the Henderson Center. I'm talking, okay, everybody gets on campus and then we all shuttle out here. Is that too hard? Honestly. Isn't there a, a van on campus can load everybody up? And that's why I'm never going to, record-wise, I mean, Marshall Baseball is doing pretty good right now. They're playing Ohio State at the moment. We'll get you a score update. But they're playing pretty good right now. They're winning more than they did last year. I'm not going to say they're going to win Conference USA, but, heck, wouldn't it be funny? Wouldn't it be funny if the Thundering Herd won Conference USA with the worst facilities in Conference USA? Think about it. What is it going to take to get more people invested in making this project happen? And that means fundraising and take the care of the team now. Not not wait. Take care of the team now. Do what you can to support this team. With every other thing you possibly can give a baseball team. And hey, maybe a ride too. Maybe maybe get a van. Marshall baseball van. Just drive them out to the field. Have you seen the price of gas? And then you're asking college kids to drive yourself, get yourself out to the, to the, to the YMCA field. I mean, I'm sure there's got to be a legitimate reason for maybe lack of shared transportation. There's got to be a good reason for this. I would love to know what it is. But I'm very empathetic to the baseball team right now. And I'm sure that's probably a sore spot with a lot of people when it comes to me constantly harping on this and just railing get this thing done get it done and of course i know you can't just snap your fingers and here it is but you know we had a groundbreaking ceremony a groundbreaking ceremony here it is we're breaking ground what do you do when you break ground that means you're ready to go right i mean at least that's in my mind i would not dare have a press conference and say, okay, here's the location. We're breaking ground here. This is going to be the future home of baseball. We, the, the issue has been property. Well, we got the property. Now we're going to bid this thing out. You got you to gotta be ready. Have all your ducks in a row. And if there's not an appetite from the, the donor base for baseball, if there's not an appetite for it, if there's not a, you know, we got to get behind this from the people who can make these things happen, top to bottom. If there's not that appetite to help fundraise, if there's not that appetite from the community to get this done, if there's not that desire for, for people to spend money on this project, if there's not that desire, 
I mean, let's just quit pretending. Let's quit pretending. Of course, I don't think that that's the case. I don't think that we're in a situation where there's not a desire. We want to get this done, right? Get, you, want a, you want a baseball park. It'll be great to have Division One college baseball and a quality facility in Huntington, in Huntington, on campus, next to campus. Maybe you could have other events there, too. I mean, there's no rule that says you can't just have, you know, you only have to have Marshall baseball there. I mean, think of the possibilities you can do with a, a quality, up-to-spec facility. So baseball definitely needs a little bit more support and a push. Hopefully we can get it done as, um, let's, let's just be honest with you. If, you. if you want to see this baseball team have facilities, what are you doing to help if you're, if you're in a position where you can donate? And it's, it's not my job to, to raise money. Uh, that's not my job. But at the same time, I, I feel like there's been some, some opportunities missed here. This, this should never have gotten to this point. This should have been a priority for Marshall Athletics. This is embarrassing. This isn't, this isn't just trying to make do with what you have because you don't have as much. This is outstanding embarrassment for the university, and it needs to be addressed. And hopefully with a new athletic director coming in, there will be a refocusing, a shifting of priorities. There will be new ways of doing things. There will be opportunities that we haven't even explored yet coming our way. There will be a lot of things happening here. But to, to have games called because you don't have adequate lighting and you're playing on a you're playing at the YMCA, which was a great stopgap measure because you were ready to move to a new facility or at least, okay, this is the plan. We're going to play here temporarily until until we get this thing rolling and we've broken ground on it. Imagine, imagine how many years that Marshall has been able to get things done on the baseball diamond. You look at some of the records and you think, I I can't believe they were able to do that with what they have, what they're given. And so I will never criticize the baseball team ever, even when they get the ballpark, because – let me tell you, they deserve as much as any athletic program gets at Marshall University. They deserve as much. And maybe just a little bit more because they've had to suffer. It's a long-standing embarrassment for the university, and hopefully it's going to get fixed. I'm optimistic. We have a new athletic director coming in, Christian Spears, on the job. I know day one he can't fix it all. But I'm pretty sure he's got a notebook and he's got a list and it's high up on the list. At least that's my impression that it's going to be something that's taken care of. But there's got to be some things that are taken care of right now. Honestly, you got to address some issues here. I mean, let's not make this uh, team feel like it's um, it's low class. Let's not make this team feel like it's forgotten about. Let's not make this team feel like that. Oh, yep. Hey, oh, you guys got a game today? Great. Let's actually put some effort into baseball now, tomorrow, next year, and get that ballpark built. All right, your phone calls, 877-420-TALK, 877-420-8255. Toll free is 877-420-TALK. The text line is 304-523-2275. Yes, I know. 
When it comes to going on diatribes, baseball is what will get me going most. And I'm sure, I'm sure it sometimes doesn't make me any friends. But that's okay because it needs to be done. And no more excuses. What needs to be done, identify what needs to be done, and do it. Or don't have baseball. That's, it's real simple. Commit to a Division I baseball program with Division I caliber facilities and commit to running the athletic department with Division I resources to the best of your ability. Or don't commit to it at all. Just be done with it. Take your choice. Be done with baseball or commit to it. Text line again, 304-523-2275. We'll talk a little basketball with you when we continue with this edition of The Drive on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. This is The Drive with Paul Swan on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Presented by Huntington Federal Savings Bank. Here today at the Union Pub and Grill where we come every Monday. The special on Mondays, $1.50 bottles, $2 call shots. You get that every Monday here at the Union Pub and Grill. Well, I'm talking about baseball. Ohio State and Marshall playing today. Bottom of the fourth. Ohio State leads 8 to nothing over the Thundering Herd. Four in the second, four in the fourth. For those of you maybe not as familiar, don't forget there is a college baseball mercy rule, which may be in use. It terminates play when one team is ahead by 10 or more runs after seven innings, six and a half innings if the home team is winning. So if it's scheduled for seven, it takes place in the fifth. Wouldn't that be terrible just to roll up to Ohio State and get mercied and have to come home? Again, not going to criticize this team whatsoever, ever, until it has proper facilities and can compete with at least a an equal shot at competing. I mean, Ohio State's going to always have better facilities than you. They're always going to outmoney you. But you have good enough facilities here. I mean, someone might decide to come to Marshall. It's pretty good. Fell in love with Huntington. Possibility here. So that's where we stand here with baseball. I'm just, um, you know what? I don't know if uh, I don't know if apathy's set in. I'm sure there are so many people who are just not going to believe it until it actually, until it actually opens. Even while in construction, probably some people are not going to believe that it, it exists until there are earth movers out there. There are there are construction workers on the site, and even then, somebody might go, "No, nah, I don't believe that." Text line 304-523-2275, Good news for Marshall Softball. Sidney Nestor, once again, named Conference USA Pitcher of the Week. Hey, there's a program that got uh, a little upgrade in facilities and doing pretty good, right? I mean, softball can compete because softball has facilities. Softball doesn't have to worry about uh, heading out 15, 20 minutes up the road to get to its facility. It's right across the street from the the practice facility, the indoor. So, um, see, good coaching, good facilities. You can be competitive. That's all we're asking. So congratulations there. All right, we uh, went along on the uh, first break again when baseball topic comes up about Marshall and not having a stadium. Uh, I do sometimes, and I admit it, sometimes go on my – I get on my soapbox. 
I'm off the soapbox now. Let's talk name, image, and likeness. We'll talk martial football. We will get your phone calls in, 877-420-TALK, 877-420-8255. The text line, 304-523-2275, 304-523-2275. More coming up. It's The Drive coming to you today from the Union Pub and Grill on ESPN 94.1 in AM 930. This is The Drive with Paul Swan on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Brought to you by Huntington Federal Savings Bank, the local bank that's here for every step of your life's journey. Member FDIC. We're here today at the Union Pub and Grill for the Monday edition of The Drive on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. Our phone lines this hour are brought to you by White Claw. 877-420-TALK. That is 877-420-8255. Our text line is open as well, 304-523-2275. And if you're more of a social media creature, you like the social medias, I'm on Twitter, at Paul Swan. You can find me. We've been talking about baseball, but it is also the day after Selection Sunday. And, of course, I want to thank Tom Brady for disrupting that, announcing he was coming out of retirement. And that's all I'm going to say about that. The most Tom Brady thing to do, announce he's coming out of retirement on Selection Sunday. But we've got the bracket this year. The championship is going to be on TBS April 4th. We've got the games here on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. So if you like listening to some of the radio calls, and why wouldn't you? Some of the best play-by-play on radio or television. And if you can't watch the games, we got you covered. We're going to start action with the first four. That is coming up tomorrow and on Wednesday. And so on March 15th, it's going to be Texas Southern and Texas A&M, Corpus Christi. And... So the 16 seeds are playing, two 16 seeds, Texas Southern and Texas A&M, Corpus Christi. And on the other side of the first day, it's going to be the 12 seeds, Wyoming and Indiana. So I'm okay with that. I, I don't want to see the 16 seeds play on the first four. I figure if you got a tournament bid, if you won your conference tournament, you won your automatic bid, I think you should be in the bracket proper. You shouldn't have to do the air quotes here play-in game. I know they call it the first four. They're treated just like they're in the NCAA tournament. Yeah, there's no special consideration here for you know anyone else over them. They are treated as if this is the tournament because the NCAA considers this the tournament, but it's called the first four. And then on the 16th, it's going to be Wright State and Bryant, two 16 seeds going at it. And the other game is going to be Rutgers and Notre Dame. And again, if these are teams that are maybe on the bubble trying to get the at-large bid. If you're some of the last teams getting in, I think the teams that are on the bubble that are the last ones that get into the bracket, and I don't mean automatic bids. I'm saying at-large. Every team that should play in the first four should be an at-large. Plain and simple. If you get an automatic bid, you're in. You're in the proper tournament. Because how many people really care about the first four? I mean, we're going to watch. You're going to watch. I'm going to watch. But how many people actually are going to tune in? They don't even think the tournament begins until Thursday. I mean, I had that question today. We're doing the office bracket again. And so, hey, when you need the brackets, Thursday, okay. Nobody's thinking about the first four games. If you look at the brackets, Arizona, the number one seed, will take on Wright State or Bryant. 
So that's fair, right? You know, sure. Okay. Southern, Texas Southern, Texas A&M, Corpus Christi. The winner there will face off against Kansas. 16-1. and one. Okay, I get it. I completely get it here. But St. Mary's will face off against Wyoming or Indiana. And then Alabama will take on either Rutgers or Notre Dame. So those are going to be some of the, the matchups you got to look forward to when this thing starts properly. And Gonzaga, Arizona, Kansas, Baylor, all the one seeds. Now Duke is sitting right there at a two. Duke sitting there as a two. Is this is this the tournament that Coach K puts it together, gets the final championship under his belt? Can Duke put it together? I mean, it's a tough road. But a lot of the experts like Gonzaga to come out of this, and I'm I'm not going to lie to you. I'm, I'm kind of putting him in the semifinals. I might carry him to the semifinals. I'll probably once again put him in the finals. I don't know where I'm going to go as far as the Midwest. I'm sitting there. I'm thinking, okay, do I really want to take Kansas all the way here? I mean, Iowa State's sitting right there. Iowa's sitting right there. You know, there's some there's some intriguing choices here. So this is what we'll be doing the next few days, looking over the matchups before you fill your bracket out. You're not married to it just yet. Like, for example, Baylor. Do I put Baylor in the semifinals against Gonzaga? Maybe Gonzaga beats them and gets the championship. Or... Is this Kentucky's bracket in the East? Kentucky's got St. Peter's and then Murray State or San Francisco. So Kentucky and Murray State, that will be a fun one. Be a lot of high-spirited basketball there. But coming out of this, is Baylor coming out of this? Or, I mean, you got got Purdue sitting right there too. Purdue sitting right there at a three. So I don't know if the East is 100% given. And then at the Midwest here, you know, I'm looking at Kansas and I'm thinking, yeah, there's Iowa right there. I don't know if I'm taking Auburn all the way, but there's Iowa sitting right there. That looks like maybe that's a good play for me, take Iowa. And then Arizona, because I'm not going to go chalk. It never rarely works for me going chalk all the way. I'm not going to go crazy here, but, you know, Arizona, I like them in that opening round game. And more than likely, either Seton Hall or TCU. I like them there. And then Houston and UAB. I don't know if I like UAB beating Houston. Houston's pretty good. UAB, the lone representative out of Conference USA. But I think I'm going to like Chattanooga a lot more. It doesn't matter if Houston or UAB wins. I like Chattanooga over Illinois. I like the 13 over Illinois. So I might take the 13 over the 4. I might take Chattanooga over Houston and UAB. When it comes to Arizona, though, I'm probably going to take Arizona. And I don't know how I feel about Ohio State, but I do think I like Villanova. I don't know if I like Colorado State more than I like Tennessee, but I'm confident I like Villanova. So I might take Villanova coming out, facing off against more than likely, even though, hey, you know, Tennessee – Tennessee's sitting right there, but so is Colorado State. I might, I might have to think about that one. But that's the fun of this, the bracket. We look at the bracket and we're trying to figure out where we're going to go. You know, because once a year, we're all college basketball experts, every single one of us. And even when we're not, we're all college basketball brackets, busters, or experts. We don't know which. We'll figure out. And I'm sure you're getting your office pool together now. And it's usually 
It's usually that person in the office pool that has no real frame of reference. The more you know about college basketball, sometimes that can be too much. If you got a good handle on college basketball, I'm not saying you're a high-level expert here, but you have a good handle on college basketball. If you do, then the tournament might not be good for you because you're thinking about it a little too much. You're not going chalk necessarily, but you're going, hmm. You're thinking about 8-9 matchups. Look at the 8-9 matchups. Like, okay, Boise State or Memphis. Yeah, you know, the 9. Got to take the 9 there. North Carolina and Marquette. Mm, Got to take the 9 there. No, take North Carolina. Just take the 8. And so that's what we're going to be doing here the next couple of days. And, of course, if you want to follow along, we've got it for you. So if you're at work... You're at work on Thursday. You don't have a TV. You can't sit there and just look at your smartphone. You can't look at your tablet. You can't sneak away. And if you don't have, if you have two screens, you can't necessarily just open up and stream on the on the second screen. You can't do that. But you got the radio there. You can listen. And it's more exciting. We're gonna have complete round robin coverage of the tournament and. Basically, what's going to happen is there's going to be a featured game. And this is basically for just benchmarks. I know they'll, um, they'll talk about it on the broadcast. Uh, you know, Today is our featured game. We'll have four featured games every day the first few days of the tournament. And what that means is we're going to start off with certain games. And then we're going to bounce around all over the place for where the best coverage is going to be. So it doesn't matter if the feature game, I mean, we'll basically we'll start and finish with the feature game. So the first feature game on Thursday is going to be Michigan and Colorado State. After that begins, we're going to bounce around the tournament, go where the action's at. Second featured game will be Richmond and Iowa. Third featured games will be New Mexico State versus Connecticut. And then uh, the fourth featured game will be Akron versus UCLA. But again, if you want to keep a more of a ear on all the action, keep it with us. We'll have it for you right here on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930 and on 93.7, I'm sorry, on uh, 1340 WCMI, Cat Sports. I apologize. They would freak out, really, if I told uh, everyone that the, the tournament is going to be on the dog. They would freak out over in management right now. Like, what, 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 what are you saying? No, no. Just keep it right here. I'm used to saying the two combos, though, when uh, we do the pregame, postgame. It's uh, going to be ESPN 94.1 and AM 930 and on Cat Sports 93.3 and 1340. With one exception, uh, Kentucky will play on Thursday, and we'll join that broadcast beginning at 530. So Kentucky's in action. That'll be our standalone game. We'll have that again on Cat Sports 93.3 and 1340 and on 92.7 and 98.5 The Planet. So there you go. I think you got the uh, the gist of what we're doing for March Madness. Uh, that means on Thursday and Friday, I'm just going to be sitting back. I might come down here. I might come back here to the Union. Don't tell anybody at work, though. I might just, like, disappear, come down here, watch some of the games. And, of course, 
I'll have my radio, and you can listen along right here on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. Okay, final break. We come back. We're going to wrap it up. We'll get some of your phone calls and texts in. Don't forget, that's open. Phone line is 877-420-TALK, 877-420-8255. With the text line, 304-523-2275. Text line, 304-523-2275. I know it's pretty outside today, right? Some really nice weather going on. So if you're listening to this later on the podcast, you can tweet at me at Paul Swan. More coming up. It's The Drive, ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. At helpymca.org. This is The Drive with Paul Swan on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Presented by Huntington Federal Savings Bank. Final segment of today's edition, we are here at the Union Pub and Grill, where every Monday it's $1.50 bottles and $2 call shots. You can get that here at the Union Pub and Grill. Our phone line is 877-420-TALK with our text line open now at 304-523-2275, 304-523-2275. I mentioned earlier that uh, some... Name, image, and likeness news hit social media over the weekend. Really not news. It was just an example of it as uh, there were photos of Rasheen Ali with a really nice car. Where did that car come from? Well, he's partnered up with Dutch Miller Automotive, and he's got a, a pretty nice ride now. And is that going to be the evolution of name, image, and likeness? Because he's sitting there with a with a pretty nice ride, and you know what? Yeah, I'm not going to be the first guy to say, "Hey, you know what? You shouldn't do that." No, that it, I'm not going to be on that. I'm not in that camp. That camp of, oh, it's ruining college athletics. No, I'm not that guy. But at the same time, you know, what is going to be the ceiling for this? So that's my question. What's going to be the ceiling for this? Because if you look at this from a standpoint. Yeah, right now, the universities are trying to compete with facilities, compete with program, compete with culture. I mean, there are lots of things. And now, programs, not necessarily directly, but programs have got to compete with other programs when it comes to perks. Out in the open perks. I'm not talking about behind closed doors perks and wink, wink, nudge, nudge. You know, that never happened. I'm talking about in your face. Social media spreading like wildfire. Hey, look, did you see what Rasheen Ali was able to pull with his uh, you know, opportunity for name, image, and likeness? And, young man, good for you. Good for you. But what's going to be next here? Are we going to see – are cars going to be standard now? I mean, hey, coach, where's my car? You know, where's my car deal, coach? I mean, how's that going to play in the future? You know, I, don't think, um, I don't think anyone who actually has uh, – a clue on how to recruit is going to go out and say, hey, and if you come to Marshall, you're going to get a new car. But there are two ways to look at this. One, hey, you know, you, you got you to gotta move with the times here. You have to compete in that space now. And if you step up, and here's the thing. You remember, a lot of this stuff used to go to the university. And I don't know how much of that's still going to go to university in comparison to you know, how much of that going to be taken away from the pie from the university and going to the players? I mean, is this is this from the pie that – is this a slice of the pie that went to the university, or is this going to be a slice of the pie that goes to the players now? I mean, is it the same pie, or are there different pies being baked here? I don't know if this is the perfect analogy, but now 
what if I'm a teammate of Rasheen? Is it, hey, Rasheen, let's uh, let's hop in your new ride and, and take a take a stroll? Or, you know, why does he get this? I'm doing just as much as him. Why does he get this? You might have that sort of resentment, and you might have a lot of guys who are saying, hey, go get yours, man. Congratulations, go get yours. So that's going to be interesting to see here over the next few weeks, months, and years as name, image, and likeness continues to operate. We're going to see what maybe the limit is going to be. I'll tell you right now, if someone wants to offer me a new car and a deal, I'm taking it. If someone wants to offer me a, you know, a, a garage deal, where all my maintenance is paid for. I'm going to take that deal, especially right now. So, yeah, take your deal. I've seen some people complain. like, You know, they don't like the fact that college sports is becoming pro. Let me inform you. It has been this way for a long time. We just now see it. Yeah, This has not been truly for the love of the game for a long, long time. We're just now more open with it. All right. Um, we're wrapping up here at the Union Pub and Grill. Let me remind you one more time. Every Monday, $1.50 bottles, $2 call shots. Um, text line, let's check that. Uh, finally getting the text line to work. Here's a uh, texter writes, uh, good Paul, new AD has to build a baseball stadium right away. Not talk and talk, get her done. New AD doesn't talk, get her done. Um, who won CUSA? Who won Big 12? Who won the ACC, Big 10, SEC? Don't care. No interest. Um, UAB, as I predicted, won Conference USA. I, I picked that one. I knew that would happen. For the rest of them, does anyone care? I mean, are you... Do you care about? I mean, they're fun to watch, but unless you went to that school, do you care? I mean, that's a good ask. That's a good ask. Do we really care who won the conference tournament? If if you're trying to get a school into the tournament, the NCAA tournament, you care. If you're a Marshall fan right now, and you're looking at everyone else, I mean, do you care UAB won? Uh, probably not. Do you care? That's a good ask. I like that. Um, the answer for me is, at this point, I don't because we're moving on now. We're moving on. We're getting into the one tournament that matters, the one tournament to rule them all. Everything else is up to this point positioning to get into the one tournament to rule them all, and that is the NCAA tournament. Uh, I'm not even going to talk about North Texas getting into the NIT because of the – let's put it to you this way. I came to work today, and usually you know, there's some things that are printed for me because uh, Bill Cornwell does a great job. As much as we pick on him, he does a fantastic job. Uh, always there to support me. And I have a bracket on my on my desk. I'm like, oh, great, Bill's printed me a bracket. And I looked at it. Uh, I don't care about it. It's the NIT bracket. Uh, he didn't print me an NCAA bracket. He printed me the NIT bracket. Do we care about the NIT? All right, wrapping it up here. Don't forget, $1.50 bottles, $2 call shots every Monday here at the Union Pub and Grill. Back tomorrow, we'll do it all over again on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. WRBC Huntington, W231BS Huntington, broadcasting from the Oscars Breakfast Burgers and Brew Studios. This is ESPN 94.1 and AM 930.